Hello and Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and you can thank Mr. Web Day for that incredible intro that he created. I don't know how he has the skills to do it because, listen, I can barely tie my shoes, but Dave, thank you so much for that. That was awesome. Happy New Year, brother. Welcome back to the program. We have one heck of a show to open up the new year with and a lot of breaking news we'll be talking hellblade we'll be talking avowed in 2024 we're also folks going to be talking about gsc game world confirming that right now there is no playstation 5 version planned for stalker 2 and how big of a get that is for xbox plus many many other topics you're going to get a rock solid 90 minute program today great way to cap off an incredible 2022 that i think we all had as creators of the xbox international podcast fuzzy on his channel and of course web dave with his incredible interviews and he did a big one today uh talk about it dave welcome back and congratulations on your first interview of 2023 and it's a doozy well thank you very much but man uh mr being on here i'm so glad that we are we are back and starting the new year it's a new year it's a clean slate it's it's uh it's it's all positivity starting now right it's gonna be the best year ever for xbox because right now day one not even under the belt yet, and it's looking good so far. It's looking good. All positivity so far, boom. No negativity at all. Also got to say, I'm so glad that we are here with Fuzzy Belvedere. Uh, Fuzzy, Fuzzy's been killing it, man. He has been all over a bunch of different podcasts, and uh, and I, I love his viewpoints, and I'm so glad to be on a podcast with him. And Crazy Lou, we finally made an honest man out of him. I'm so happy for him. Don't do a spit take there, Lou. Hold up, hold up. Oh my goodness. All righty. There we go. Welcome everybody. So happy to be here and let's get to it. Yeah, yeah. It's great to have you back. And like I said, just real quick, let the mm-hmm. let let the, the 112 people here already that are already here. Yeah. Know who you dropped an interview with. Oh, the brand new interview today that came up this morning is um Miss uh Deus Geek. And yes. she is an Xbox influencer, and she, she is uh, super, super nice Australian, and uh, just a just a good, solid, all around uh, member of the community. And uh, it's a very fascinating interview. You find out a lot about her, a lot about uh, uh, her Xbox uh, gaming campaign, her uh, girls in gaming. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty exciting, and um, I'm just I'm blessed uh, to be able to interview such amazing people. Hopefully we'll get Lord Cognito in the in the belt pretty soon. Working on yeah, it. yeah. Lord Cognito has uh, been going through it, so to speak. Been a tough uh, tough year for him. He's it been has. burning the candle on three ends. I didn't know you can do that. He found a way to do it, and he might have might have burnt himself out. So you haven't seen him on social media. He's good. I talk to him on a regular basis, and uh, yeah, we wish him uh, a speedy recovery. Speaking of recovery, uh, folks, if you didn't know, um, one of our very good lawyer friends, uh, you know, uh, is is not doing so great. Um, and uh, I mean, look, at the end of the day, folks, you know, I know that we are all talking about video games and, you know, it, it, it's it's fun to, you know, to get into, you know, you know, what your favorite console is and 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 and, and such. But at the end of the day, folks, it's all about people. 
right? And you know, we 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 sometimes we get lost in uh in the council war shenanigans. And who 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 am I talking about? What lawyer friend am I talking about? Well, if you didn't hear, uh, Hoglaw, very very amazing human being, uh, absolute staple in this community when it comes to um, anything lawyer, you know, especially with the ABK. I mean, his, his work uh, on the ABK deal, his explanation, remember he got a guy sat down in a chair for eight hours and explained the document. Who does that? Uh, he, he got really sick. He needed emergency brain surgery. Uh, I, I, I have not spoken to his wife personally, but we have been uh, seeing her updates in regards to, uh, his condition, uh, it sounds like he might have had a stroke. I, again, I'm just, I'm just, you know, pissing in the wind, so to speak, because I don't know the schematics. But I know that uh, the doctor looked at some of his tests, and they were surprised by how good they were. Uh, he did have pain. She did explain that he had pain. Uh, he felt pain in his left arm, which indicates that he might have had a stroke and that's good if you feel pain that means that there is nerve endings are working um so like i said at the end of the day uh, i just wanted to publicly wish uh Hoglaw a speedy recovery uh obviously reach out to his wife she's on social media at mrs Hoglaw. let her know that you're you know you're sending your prayers and your thoughts and hopefully uh, we'll he'll get back on the air, and there'll be just just this would be just a bump in the road, um, and uh, obviously you know we wish uh, him and his family uh, an incredible 2023. But Fuzzy Belvedere, uh, with all of that said, and I know mm-hmm. it's not the way uh, he wanted to end the year, considering that he had one of the best years in uh, content creation in this community. Uh, Happy New Year to you, and uh, let's start off 2023 on the right foot. How are you feeling, brother? I'm, I'm doing good, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that Hogue is uh, pulling through, and, you know, prayers are still with him. Hopefully everything, uh, you know, he has like a speedy recovery here, and, you know, just want to make sure everybody has a, a, a awesome New Year, starting things off fresh this year. I'm so glad to be here with you guys. Um, man, just so much stuff to look forward to this year. Can't wait to get into it, but uh, man, oh man, it's just awesome holiday time with uh, the family. Awesome uh, being here with you guys as always, and uh, yeah, let's let's definitely dive into these topics. But man, oh man, twenty twenty three. I I think this is going to be year the year to rival. What was it? Oh six or oh seven? Oh seven. Yeah, a lot a lot of people are saying that. And again, folks, this is obviously an Xbox centric podcast, and I have several of them per week, Mm -hmm. but. Uh, there's no denying that uh, Sony has some uh, bullets in the chamber. Uh, we know for a fact that Spider-Man 2 is going to be one of those bullets. Uh, we also know that uh, Nintendo uh, intends to release uh, Breath of the Wild 2, Tears of the Kingdom, uh, along with several others, uh, and, and Microsoft. Well, what could you say, folks? Xbox is uh, shaping up to have a banner year. Um, and, uh, again, if, if you are someone like myself and many people on this panel and many people in this chat right now that support all three consoles, because we're gamers, uh, it's going to be not only expensive, that's number one, but number two, I don't know where the hell we're going to find the time because right now I'm still having a difficult time beating games. Like I'm, I'm, I, I play a plague's tale for two days and I, and I, 
I'm going to go back to Gotham Knights. And then from Gotham Knights, I go back to something else. It's, 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 I guess it's a big problem, but a good problem to have way too many games. But it's great to have you here. Crazy Lou Gaming. Welcome back, Mr. Married Man. How you feeling? Man, I've had some crazy three weeks, man. I'm pretty happy that I'm here with you guys, chilling with you all, man. And let's talk. Let's get into this gaming stuff because, man, there's been a bunch of news going on. And I have, I have to catch up because I've been just super busy, just traveling, going around with family, been insane. And another thing, though, prayers to Hope Law, and I hope that he gets better soon. We really miss him. And, yeah, man, let's get into it. Yeah, in fact, yeah, let, let, let's get into it. Uh, so, th- again, there there has been a lot of news. Uh, there has been, uh, I, I, I would say, shockingly, how much news has uh, popped in and out in the last couple of, uh, couple of days, closing out the year. Well, the first one that I want to talk about, folks, is a, a tweet that comes from the official Game Awards Twitter account. Now, I got to give a shout out to where I saw this. Uh, this comes the way of Otherworldly Gaming. He's on Twitter at Doc, Dark Holocron. Uh, he, puts, he put out something, which again, I saw on, and we both follow each other. And I had to give him credit because, you know, credit is, you know, I love giving cre- credit where credit is due and it's deserved. And I was so impressed with this particular post from both him and the Game Awards. I had to make it the opening salvo because we just said moments ago, folks, that Xbox is slated to have a banner year. Well, what 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 is going to hit us in the face in the first six months? Well, I have a list for you right here, and it's quite impressive. Now, again, this was posted by the official Game Awards Twitter account, and it says this, folks. The following Xbox games are targeting release by the end of june 2023 now check out this list this is if if we get this list folks and microsoft has a bunch of big bangers which we're going to talk about on the second topic for the second half of 2023 I, i i don't know how they don't win publisher of the year i don't know how one or two of these games don't get into the conversation of game of the year um, and you know, for, for Microsoft folks, if you look, if you look at uh, the last, I think it's like 20 years, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how long Xbox has not had a game in that game of the year, the first party game. Let's make that, let's make that clear. First party game in the game of the year, uh, category, at least from what I understand that that's what, that's what, what's going on now, if I'm wrong, by all means, please tell me that I'm wrong. But it's been a while, and even Phil Spencer said it. They, you know, when when they interviewed him about the first party situation, he clearly said that he knows it's been a long time since they have shipped a real earth-shattering first party game. Well, that ends this year. Uh, now, here's the list, folks. According to the Game Awards, this is what they've heard. This is what we've all heard. I'm going to reiterate: Starfield, Redfall, Minecraft Legends. Forza Motorsport, Arc 2, Stalker 2, Flintlock replaced the last case of Benedict Fox and Party Animals. Now, that is what they're saying is slated for the first six months starting today. Uh, obviously, there's going to be some surprises in there that we didn't see coming. And we know that because, well, Aaron Greenberg himself said that there are things coming that they have not shown, which is awesome. Now, does that mean that's in this first six months or the second half? 
of the year in those six months, we don't know. Only time is going to tell. But uh, Dave, this is this is quite an impressive list. Um, and oh, if yeah. it comes to fruition, this is this is something to be had, and it could be one of Xbox's first real pushes. I mean, again, I take nothing away from what they had in 2021. They had a lot mm-hmm. of games. They won Publisher of the Year. In the same year, Halo Infinite uh, launched, and again, that's subjective, but for me, 10 out of 10. Forza Motorsport, another game, 9.5 out of 10 for me. Loved both games, both powerful bookends with what they had in the middle, and what you had is Psychonauts 2, another unsung hero of that year. 2022, eh, not so much, right? We understand what happened, ABK, you know, uh, you know, games need to be delayed. But this, if this comes to fruition, this is going to be what we have as Xbox gamers expected Microsoft to deliver. What are your thoughts? Um, even if half of this list comes out before June, um, it's insane. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. But the prospect that all of these, or at least most of these, are going to be out before June. Starfield, Redfall, uh, Minecraft Legends, and Forza alone are like, wow. I mean, I mean, we know they were supposed to be in that last year, most of those, but that they're all going to guaranteed to come out now. Oh, my gosh. And then Stalker 2, the revelation about that is fantastic. That new footage that dropped on it looks absolutely next-gen. And flintlock replaced i'm really looking forward to those i know the last case of benedict fox is one that's high on your list for me yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. and party animals actually looks like it'd be a lot of fun i mean you get in there and you get to have fun beat the crap out of your friends with the ragdoll you know physics it looks like it's going to be a blast so i mean not that it's triple a but it still looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and that's what gaming is all about is fun and all these titles, if all these titles come out just in the first half of the year, holy crap, I can't can't imagine. I mean, not that they wouldn't, but do, would they need to bring anything else the rest of the year? Yes, but, <laughs> but I mean, that would still be a hell of a slate to have for the year if that's all we got. But And then to say that's just the first half of the year, holy snikes, man, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I know. I, again, I don't want to go off topic, but you know, people are talking about it. And uh, shout out to Issa uh, mm-hmm. in the chat. He says, you know, uh, regarding Hoglaw, it was so sudden. He literally just made a video two days before and looked yep. fine. And just again, vampire uh, zombie uh, in the chat. And I, I, I just want to confirm this: strokes do happen in the snap of a finger. Now, yep. why do strokes happen? I mean, it's a laundry list, folks. Uh, how someone takes care of themselves is one of the big ones. It could be hereditary. Uh, again, I don't know it's a stroke. So please don't say that Boom said it, but I know that the way it was described about him having pain in his arm yep. suggests that there was no damage because normally the way it works with a stroke, and I'm not a doctor, folks, please. I, I only know because of I've dealt with it in the field as a police officer when we respond to people's home. When you have a stroke on your left side, your right side gets damaged and vice versa. Um, so uh, the way it was described sounds like a stroke. It was incredibly sudden because uh, like such said, he did do a video two days before it happened. So mm-hmm. he was fine, but 
he's he's been you know remember he he's a lawyer he does a lot of work and he's been doing these ridiculous video sprints in eight hours in a chair four hours in a chair six hours in a chair i i know it looks like we're having fun and i try to have as much fun as possible but this is work folks this is actual work because everyone here is taking the time out of the day and they're putting on on you know you know you know their thinking caps to get the the job done and the job is to entertain you folks and uh again uh, it sounds like things the surgery went well from what we understand um and uh you know obviously Mrs. Boom and I are praying for him and his wife and his kids uh the world needs Hoglaw and let's yes. hope that he does make a full recovery. So let me just round this back in. Uh, just I hope I cleared that out again. I'm not a doctor, folks. Not I don't have a PhD, but I have dealt with uh, stroke victims before, and I do know a little bit about it because of my uh, prior history as a police officer. But uh, Dave, anything else you want to add to this? Because you know you said something that's interesting, mm-hmm. and I have been very, very listen. If you if you like the work that I do, you know it's because I'm an honest dude. Yep, and. I give the smoke to Microsoft when it's deserved. I don't go overboard unless they do something stupid. (laughs) One of the things that they seem to make the mistake or misstep is they forget that they release things in half a year blocks and sometimes forget that there's another half half of the year left. I don't think that's going to happen in 2023. If the if these games are to be believed that are coming out in the first six months, and they told us that this was what was going to come out for the first half of 2023. Remember that. They told us mm-hmm. this. So I expect them to deliver. And if they don't deliver, I will give them the righteous smoke. I would imagine that this E3 is going to be set up better than this the way it was set up in you know, last E3 with, mm-hmm. with this is what we have left for this year, which was 22, which was terrible. And this is what's coming out for the first half of 23. It's now it's now it's going to be it's going to make sense. I mean, they had to take the knee for the first time they did this. Now, when we come to E3, which I will be there uh, with Kayasante, the Iron Lords, I'm, I'm going, folks. I'm going to be nice. there. Boots on the ground. And we're going to be covering everything for you live. Um, if they give us an incredible second half of 23 and then they show us the first six months of 24 and it's what i think is going to happen i I think xbox you're going to see the shift is going to be a 12-month shift uh, in Mm -hmm. regards to market leadership especially if they close abk uh sony is going to have to be better uh so and i'm I'm saying that they don't make good games i'm saying that they have rested on their laurels way too long they've gotten complacent they've gotten fat they've gotten lazy um, and now they're going to have to get weird again, which is what I loved about Sony. A lot of people mostly say that they had weird games that only Sony was doing. Yep. They need to get back to that. But Dave, anything else you'd like to close it out with? Well, uh, we uh, bring the, uh, fuzzy in. Pete in the chat uh, brought up a good one uh, that Ghostwire Tokyo is also coming in that that's, time frame that's as absolutely well. Correct. Yes, and it's like we seem to forget that because it's like you know not. Uh, not not so prevalent as it were because it's uh, it already has been out, but but that's going to be big. There's also know, and, a small game coming, a, a pentiment sized game coming, I believe, from that team that made Ghostwire Tokyo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. So that's uh, you know, that's that's even more fuel to the fire. That's uh, you know, that um, that 
that Microsoft is going to be bringing. I mean, they're going to, they're really bringing, uh, you know, their A game. Obviously, there's a lot of people out there, Randall, Thor, uh, dealer that say they have to, you know, and, and, and you know, Colt Eastwood, Gaz, they've all said this on their shows that it's like, okay, now this is your time. You cannot drop yep. the ball yep. anymore. Yes. And and one thing that a lot of people have said too is like they bought all these studios in the past and we still never got anything from them yet. Well, I, I think all that's about to change. And I think I think the snowball effect is gonna start rolling in. I think they're gonna be able to do what Phil wants to do, which is have a consistent at least once a quarter, yep, triple A game, yep, coming to game pass, day and date, included in your service, and will not just be a game to fill space they're going to be good damn games yeah and uh and and the with the variety and the different genres that are available and you know i mean oh my gosh it's so exciting can you tell i'm just excited can you stumble on my words because i'm like yes this is gonna be great <laughs> but yeah yeah no it's uh that's that's really all i got to say man i'm just all these great games come in the first part and oh my gosh uh, let's let's hear from Fuzzy and Crazy Lou. <laughs> yeah, no, good stuff. Uh, real Thanks, quick, let's let's uh, uh, catch up on some of the super chats that uh, came in. Uh, first of all, the first message of the day comes the way of Gerald Mack, who's been a channel member for 14 months, and he says this, folks: "A happy new year to Double Barrel Gaming. Salute, Mister Boomstick and Panel. Big year for Xbox." Hashtag Do or Die. Let's get it. Indeed, this is definitely a Do or Die year for Xbox. They need to deliver. And you know something? I have complete confidence that they will. Uh, Jacob Novick drops not one but two. $2 super chats. Thank you for the generosity, uh, Jacob. And welcome. He says, I hope Hogue is okay. To be honest, I'm a bit worried. I mean, anything, anytime someone gets uh, needs emergency surgery, especially when you say it's emergency brain surgery, there is room for concern. Uh, he is not out of the woods yet. But I, from what I understand from the updates his wife is Sorry. putting out there, uh, he is getting better, uh, and that's all we can ask. Uh, second super to chat, he says, uh, of the day of $2, he says, Xbox really needs to make a Japanese mainly studio. Yes, they did. I actually answered you, uh, and you put you put that out uh, on Twitter. I did answer it, and I think that that would be a big deal. They should have um, an Xbox Japanese publishing arm um, and uh, have that uh, stationed in Japan, in that region, where they can get boots on the ground and work with uh, everyone from uh, indie to AAA and publish those uh, th th these titles through a Japanese uh, studio that is housed in that region. I think it would be a big deal. Uh, and hopefully they're working on that right now. Um, DeAndre Banks drops a very generous $2 super chat and says Xbox 2023 Stalker 2. Redfall and Starfield. Uh oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh oh, but listen, Fuzzy, let's uh, get your opinion on this. This this is a stout list. There oh, yeah. are some games missing from it, which makes it even more crazy when you add uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. When you add the uh, that team is apparently developing a Pentiment like sized game that mm -hmm. is expected to uh, shadow drop. From what we have hear rumors that this 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 uh, January event that is supposed to drop for xbox uh is is coming right it, it's it's you know it, it's their nintendo direct style uh you know way of 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 showing content 
Uh, and if they show it there and they drop it, that'd be kind of big. That'd be another game. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game slated for the first six months of 2023, according to the Game Awards official Twitter account? Well, it looks like it's going to be an awesome start to the year based on that list alone, just for Xbox. Um, I'm, I'm hoping those all fall. Well, at least four of those fall before June, given the, the 12 month spiel that they gave us for the last show where, you know, Starfield, Redfall and, uh, you know, Forza Motorsport, as well as uh, Minecraft Legends will all be within that 12 month period. So I'm hoping all of the, well, at least those four land sometime before the start of June. But um, yeah, it's it's a great way to start the year. And knowing that, you know, Ghostwire Tokyo is going to be there, that Jet Set Radio style game from uh, Tango Gameworks is possibly going to be there as well. Um, I I can't wait. And I, I, I think there's also like Planet of Lana, which it's not their first party stuff, but it's one of those exclusive in Game Pass or, or good. Day yeah, and Day it looks, or something looks really like that. good. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's going to be a, a, a bunch of other games that are going to kind of squeeze in there as well. Um, and it, it's it's definitely going to be i guess you could say the beginning of the flood or or however you want to look at it and um you know can't wait until they they have their their show to kind of you know give us more details on on what additional items might be mixed in there or when some of these will drop because we already knew february by itself outside of just you know xbox first party was going to be chaotic so this this is definitely going to help fill out the year up until june and you know keep us Keep us busy playing games, I guess. So, yeah, it's it's exciting. I can't wait for you on this list. Like, what 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 is the one game that just jumps off the list and says, "Yeah, this is a fuzzy game." Oh, I mean, obviously, we all know what that is. Obviously, with Forza Motorsport, that's that's definitely (laughs) the the top choice for me. But I'm also a sci-fi nut, so I'm I'm looking forward to Starfield as well. So, I'm hoping it's more Star Trek like as opposed to Star Wars like. Even though I, I like both, you know, series and stuff like that, but I'm a bit more of a Trekkie, and, and Starfield has that potential, much like Mass Effect has. Um, so I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. But I, as many hours as I've spent in GT7, I I'll probably do about double that amount with Motorsport, and you know, I'm I'm hoping they have, you know, all the tracks that I'm looking forward to, a lot of the same cars, some new ones that we'll have mixed in there. Um, also hoping that they, uh, you know, give us a few more like modification things for things like drag racing and possibly even dirt racing mixed in there. But even if they don't, the circuit racing stuff is definitely going to keep me busy for more than the first six months. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, 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 like I said, I I knew what you were going to say, but you know what? I figured (laughs) what, what the H let me just throw, let me throw a whammy in there. Uh, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, these games are games that were expected to release last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, all of the time uh, that has been delayed set, sets it up uh, for a big, big releases, uh, timely releases this year. Uh, but we're going to get into a conversation: what happens at the end of the year? And this is this comes away of a of a in, insider, if you will. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, you know, um, Crazy Lou, let's get your opinion on this. This again, this is. If this comes to fruition, this is going to put a stamp on 2023 for the first half. Now, obviously, we're going to get into what we think is coming in the second half, and I think it's going to be uh, potentially just as big. But for you, how big of a deal 
will this be for Xbox's platform and its community if these games drop in the first six months? It's going to be insane. I mean, I'm telling you, this is the year for Xbox. I'm super happy that reading this list, I'm like, whoa, look at all these great games we're getting. It's insane. The first half, if it does drop, though, because we hope it does drop. But, hey, 2023 is going to be the year for Xbox. I know that. I feel it. Not only that, look at all those great games we have on Game Pass, too, that are going to come on, too. All those third-party games and all that stuff, indie games, a bunch of things that are going to come out this year. It's going to be really a cool freaking year. I'm just super happy, super excited. I know Chad's super excited after reading that list and hearing about that list. I am one of them. That man, I keep saying, this is the year of Xbox. I cannot wait to see what else is going to bring to the table? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I'm, I, like I said, I, I think that we have all been patiently waiting for Xbox to deliver a year this big. I, I and I, and I think that I, and again, it's listen. We've all been through the rigmarole about wait till next E3, wait till next year, then wait till next E3, and we've been waiting quite a bit. Uh, you know, it's our time. Yep. Sony had a great 2022. Can't argue Nintendo didn't have as equal, maybe even better, depending on if you're a fan of Nintendo or not, a uh, better year for 2022. Microsoft, they delivered in Xbox Game Pass. There's no doubt about it. There was more than enough for us to play. Over 60-plus games came into, uh, came into Xbox Game Pass, and... Like I said, I, my backlog is as tall as I am, and I'm a big dude. I'm six feet, um, and it's only growing. So for I, I Game only, Pass, I only they have, delivered. I only have one complaint. What's and that? going to be the biggest complaint out of all all this. We're not going to find the time to play the, all these games, man. You won't. That's that's true. <laughs> Come on, Lou. Quit your job. Become a hardcore gamer. Come on. Quit your job there, fella. <laughs> I mean, you know what's also what's also crazy? You know what's also not in that list? Diablo 4. Ooh. Oh, yeah. But yeah. boom. Hey, boom. I was yes, looking sir. at um at Xbox on. Uh they're uh they have the, the biggest games coming in, in uh, to Xbox in 2023. And there's games like One Piece Odyssey, uh Persona 3. Right, Persona, uh, the and war, Persona right? Four, Nino uh, Kuni two, Nino three, three two. and four. Uh, there's Dead Space is coming. We got uh, Age of Empires two, which is which is a Game Pass exclusive. Right. Hogwarts Legacy is coming this year. I mean, you know, uh, well, I mean, uh, Atomic uh, Heart. Two other two other games that Atomic no Heart. that's not on this list that are going to be out, I believe, in the Nino. spring, are both uh, Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue. And yeah. Nino Kuni system works. Nino Kuni Part Two is coming out this year yeah. too on Game Pass. Yeah, this is again. Yeah. This is this is a you know it's funny. I didn't even consider all of that when I when I pulled it up. I was like, this is actually half of a list of what's coming when you consider <laughs> half. All, yeah, all of the craziness for the first I, half. Yeah, I, I think this this is in one one quarter of the things that are come out this year. It's like there's over like probably a hundred games coming. Monster out. Hunter is this yeah. month. Yes, is isn't that great? Yeah, it, it's this is awesome. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, it is crazy good, and Xbox. Like I said, look at the end of the day, folks, <laughs> and and oh, we're expecting that whenever this event is going to happen. Now, I heard some rumors that it's January. 
I heard uh, there's two events. There's something being announced in January. Then there's an actual two-day show in February. Mm-hmm. We don't know when it's going to come. But I would imagine there are going to be a couple of big bomb announcements, one of which is the Xbox uh, family plan is going to probably be announced there. Uh, I'm kind of wondering at this event if the finally, for the love of the gaming gods, they release Ubisoft Plus into the service. Yep. Now, whether that's added or we have to pay extra, if we have to pay extra, folks, I'm buying the year because it's worth its weight in gold. Uh, It's $15 a month on PC right now. And you get all the games day and date from Ubisoft and you get all the DLC. For me, it's worth it. Uh, I'd like to see them bake it into a game pass. That would be awesome. Uh, I don't know if they could do it financially, but it would be a big deal. We need Goldeneye as well, right? And Goldeneye is releasing. uh, Wow. This is just bonkers. So again, folks, (laughs) if you are someone that digs Xbox, that's your favorite brand. Just based on the 30-minute conversation we just have, you should be hyped out of your mind. Uh, there's a lot coming. There's a lot on this list, and there's a lot that was left off of this list. And it's probably because everything on this list is first party. Yeah. Now, if you add first party, second party indies, and some third party stuff in there, like Monster Hunter World, which is this month, what you have is a ridiculous amount of Xbox games coming and Xbox Game Pass delivering. It's probably the best it's ever done to be honest with you uh but i do <laughs> want to make sure that we're caught up to date on the super chats and uh, oh we got one from brett bingham good generous friend of the program he's been a channel member for two months he says this after dropping a very generous five dollar super chat where the, where are the ads for age of empire 2 in the xbox store age of empire 2 and age of empire 4 coming to console is huge marketing dropping the ball yeah, I saw you actually post that. I think I think you uh, either you DM'd me, or you said something on Twitter about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I, I I don't know what's going on with marketing. Um, I I think that uh, when it comes to their marketing, it it wasn't the greatest last year. Uh, we did find out some things, but we I don't I don't want to throw the entire marketing department under the bus right. because that would be wrong to do. There's a lot I am of gonna say that they yeah, they they need they need a shot in the arm and they need to be on top of you know of, of being out there. Now again, there could be reasons for it. Right. right. Remember, the ABK deal is being looked upon by everyone. everyone. So does Microsoft want to seem to have all of this dominance coming? I don't know. I, I'm not part of the legal team, so I don't know wh- wh- you know why they don't they haven't really put the pedal to the metal when it comes to their marketing. I will say with full confidence, though, and I think everyone in this chat and we have over 400 people here uh, would agree they need to do better. They need to do better in marketing and messaging. I said this before. You've heard me mention it. The two M's: marketing, messaging. They need to be better. I'm sorry yep. that they, that that's that's just a fact. But do want to bring up the next topic. Now, this topic comes the way of several people. Uh, the first one that posted this, uh, he is a, a Spanish influencer uh, on Twitter. Uh, he goes by Snowin, uh, S-N-0-W-1-N um, on Twitter. Um, and he posted something which I had translated because I can't read Spanish as well as I'd like. And he says this, folks, uh, it's, it's, it, it has leaked. It's no longer a rumor. 
The conversation has culminated in Hellblade 2, as I've been saying since September, will be released at the end of 2023, 100%. He goes on to say that Avowed will be launching on in, in 2024. He has that at 100% probability. And he says, obviously, in parentheses, uh, if no problems happen during development, logically, they would be delayed. But being that both of these games have been in development uh, probably since 2018, since they were announced as Xbox First Party, I'm talking about Ninja Theory and Obsidian. Uh, we understand from what we understand when they were uh, being targeted by Microsoft for acquisitions. They were already working on these two games. When Phil Spencer and team went to check them out, they were in that impressed. They, they said, listen, we got to get them under our, uh, under, uh, under our belt. Uh, and I think that's something similar to what happened with Playground Games. Uh, the game that they're currently calling Fable was something that they were working on that they pitched to Microsoft. And obviously, since the, uh, the acquisition has been reworked into a Fable game, but they were working on an action RPG game from what we understand again, this is the rumors that we're hearing, but we got to talk about this, guys. Uh, Hellblade 2 is a game that announced prior to the holidays that they had wrapped up all of the motion capture for the game. Uh, what does that mean? That means that the work for the game is just putting it together now, like a puzzle. Um, and is it is it safe to assume that this game that has apparently been worked on since 2018, maybe even before? will be ready to rock and roll by year's end. I'll say this. The 30-minute conversation we just had about what's coming from both first party, second, third, and indie for Xbox Game Pass is already redonkulous. Now, I don't know how they're going to close out 2023, but I will say this. If Hellblade, which is expected to uh, levy graphics that even are some more superior to something like God of War Ragnarok closes out this year and they somehow sprinkle some other first party goodness in there that we don't know about. I mean, again, the coalition is working on a side project that's not Gears. Could that release in the second half? Potentially. Could something else that another team is working on? I, I mean, again, there is 12 months to the year. Right. And one of my biggest criticisms of Microsoft is they sometimes forget that. Maybe they listen to the criticism. Maybe we get the team that brought us We Happy Few. Right. Maybe that team that has had that game that Phil Spencer has been jazzed about. It's supposed to be like a fantasy first person open world game that's similar to Uncharted and Bioshock. Maybe that releases. In the second half of 2023, I, I don't know. But if you can close out the year with at least Hellblade and you sprinkle a couple of other first parties in there, folks, I've said this before and I'll say it again live on the air right now. This might be the greatest year in Xbox history. And this year, they make 23 years as a, as a gaming platform. Dave, let, let's talk about it, brother. For you, yep, is Hellblade 2 the right game to close out the new year for Xbox. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Vampire Zombie in the chat uh, says, Hellblade 2 will be at E3 with a release date for November. From your lips to God's ears. I, that I love would it. be fantastic. That would yeah. be Talk perfect. About it. Just end E3 on the, oh, by the way, 
and then we got one more footage, thing. and then boom, have the date for it, and actually sees like hardcore gameplay, like just some little clips of this, the actual, you know, what you have to do in the game. My God, that would be such a a way to end the show and project them into the to the end of the year. Woo, gives me goosebumps. Now, so what? What now that we have you on the mic, right? Mm-hmm. Close out the year with Hellblade. What about opening? What, what about the opening salvo for uh, Avowed for 2024? That, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? I mean, because by that time, uh, I mean, I would think that just about everybody has at least dabbled in, if not entrenched in Starfield, so that we would be, I guess, open to the idea of another, you know, RPG type uh, you know, type game, um, which would be fantastic. Uh, and of course, it's not exactly the same. It's been, it's been, um, which we have none of us have seen it. The people that have seen it kind of uh, would say it compares to, uh, you know, like an Oblivion type game, which is not bad. So that would be that would be great. But with the magic and the spells and stuff, just from that trailer we saw, if it really gets implemented like that, and it's um, that would be that would be great. That would be another good solid starting point. Because because then you got to think if, if if we're just jumping ahead to twenty four just hypothetically for a second, you know you got to think there's games that possibly could come out that year or at least get dated that year could be you know Fable and uh, you know other other great games uh, that they've they've been working on Perfect Dark, you know plus there's like at least ten games we know that are in production and are almost finished that they haven't even told us about yet at all. And some of the insiders are like, you just wait. You have yeah. no idea what's coming. And, you know, I'm like, okay, we'll bring it. So, yeah, it's, ex- it's exciting, man. The year can can really be, um, you know, another, another great year to kick it off. You know, of course, we're going to hopefully find out in a month or so, you know, they need to make this announcement on this show as soon as possible. I'm, I'm, I'm so even if it's even if it's a month, a month and a half from now, let us know it's coming, man. Let us know the show's coming. Well, I mean, I'll say this to that point, Dave. Um, I think that, and and I don't want to sound like a spoiled gamer, folks. I'm I'm not an a hole. Like I understand things happen, right? You know, ABK is a big deal, and there were certain things that were done uh, specifically to uh, try to help Microsoft's case. And I think that all the all the all the evidence that they have produced. Uh, is going to win them the case. I think ultimately, mm-hmm. uh, you know, later this month we're supposed to hear from both the CMA and the uh, uh, UK Commission or the EU yep. Commission, I should say. Mm-hmm. And from what we understand, it seems like it's they're they're going to pass it. Speculation at this point, uh, and then then uh, then the FTC is going to find themselves in some big trouble. As a matter of fact, the FTC and Microsoft are going to the first hearing. I believe today. it's tomorrow. Is it today or tomorrow? Today. I, it was today. I, I thought it was the third, the third yep. but yep. if it is today, uh, you know, it, it, we're going to get some uh, some information. My, my apologies. It is tomorrow. It is. Tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Okay, I'm so sorry. it is the third. Okay, Somewhere I so thought today was the third. If it was yeah, the third, I'd be back dude, at work. I, so. I, I thought today. <laughs> I, I thought today felt like a Saturday. My wife thought it was Sunday. It's just it's, all the days messed up. Um, Plus two. Boom. We were our first topic when the ABK deal is done. You know that there's going to be a ton of games that they are just going to be like, let's put these in Game Pass now. Yeah, anything that's not contracted is going to be in the uh, in, in Xbox game. It's going to be ridiculous. But so, yeah. listen, at the at the oh, end of the day, 
Uh, we're we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Um, and I I, I can't wait. Again, this year is already starting off with a bang. Uh, Fuzzy, let, let's mm-hmm. get your opinion on this. Right. Hellblade at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I think that it's uh, it, it it has to happen. Yeah. Uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one for one of the most important reasons is if everything that we talked about comes the first six months, you want to close out the year on a strong, strong first party game. Yeah. One of the biggest genres that is missing. I mean, it's, it's actually quite a, quite a few genres missing from Xbox currently right now. Mm-hmm. I say this all the time. There's no friendly family mascot games, i.e. Where the F is my Banjo-Kazooie, right? <laughs> uh, fighting. How is it that we don't have a Killer Instinct 2 or a reboot? Yeah. Uh, you, you're Microsoft. You have billions. Spend the money. Get a studio. Get it done. The other thing that we've all been asking for, and I've been asking for this because that's why I own a PlayStation, is the third person, over-the-shoulder, story-driven, adult-themed type of game. Now, mm-hmm. I understand that's not everyone's bag. Yeah. I get it if it's not yours, but it's mine. And Hellblade and Senua are incredible, powerful characters and a powerful story that was entrenched with mental illness. It took some very, very serious tones that made you they made you aware that this actually happens. This some people experience this. Yeah. And they made it a talking point. Well, we played that in 2016, uh, and, and now it's time for them to deliver the sequel, which is expected to be very, very uh, heavy-handed when it comes to combat. Do you want to see them end the year with Senua Saga? Oh, most definitely. Like, if, if that occurs, I think that's that's the way Xbox sets the tone going forward type of thing. That that title that, you know, wowed everybody when they unveiled the uh, the Series X at the Game Awards a few years back, I think that's that's how you pretty much end the year but start the the tradition as far as how you know each year thereafter goes uh and, and like you were saying with avowed if they wound up starting off 2024 with avowed i i, I think as, as long as it's not like the beginning of january i think you have a, plenty of time to you know go between the two games but that that would be one heck of a a, a end and beginning as far as the the continuation of you know them just dropping bangers as the kids say uh you know back to back type of thing so i i, I think if they end the year with senua saga the, or hellblade 2 i i i think you finally one put to rest a lot of those that have been asking for just one well not to put it put it to rest but at least you you take care of your fan base that that wants you to you know have pretty much everything covered within this particular platform and I think Hellblade 2 is going to be that that title that does it. I mean, I enjoyed the first one. It's one of those where wearing it uh, wearing headphones while playing was definitely a, a way to elevate the experience. And I'm I'm curious to see what Ninja Theory does in addition with this next title. But man, I I I'm hoping this is true as far as the uh, the release date being like somewhere between September and November. Um, that that would pretty much pretty much cap off the year for me (laughs) well okay i mean it'd be a great way to cap off the year but what about avowed in 2024 now this is this is from one of the greatest rpg makers Mm -hmm. currently yeah right you can say what you want about 
you know, about Bethesda. You can say what you want about Guerrilla Games and the way mm-hmm. that they have produced Horizon. You can, uh, you whatever, whatever seems to be your flavor for RPGs. There's no denying that a new IP in the form of Avowed coming from Obsidian is incredibly amazing. But close out. Think about this for a second, folks. You close out what is expected to be the most dominant year in Xbox history, mm-hmm. and you start the year with Avowed. How big of a deal would that be? <laughs> it, it, it's going to be huge. I, I think the 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 fever pitch that you know Xbox fans will be at at that point. I, I I think we'll be at the top of the world as far as that's concerned from that point moving forward, because no matter what you end the year with at that point, whether it be you know Indiana Jones or you know, perfect dark or fable or anything. I think starting off with a vowed one kind of, you know, hold the tide until like, you know, elder scrolls, which maybe years away, um, you know, is be able to be released, but, you know, having obsidian pretty much step up and, and deliver time and time again with the titles that they've, they've released, whether they be the small passion project, like grounded or, you know, them working on the sequel to Outer Worlds, or, um, you know, as far as, like, a lot of the stuff that they've done prior. It, I, I think they are the ones that are going to basically kick it off. Like, it, it, it's going to be a tough competition, I think, between them and the coalition moving forward at that point on who will be the, the I guess, the kings of, of the uh, first-party studios to some extent, because... I know a lot of people are waiting for, you know, Gears, the the next iteration. I know a lot of people are also looking forward to Coalition's, you know, small project. But I think Obsidian dropping Avowed in the beginning of 2024, you you can't go. uh, I don't don't think you could start at any other higher pitch at that point for the year. That, That would be a great way to start it off. And I think everything thereafter would just be pretty much icing on the cake at that point. Yeah, I agree. I I think it would be uh, icing on the cake, but I think it would set a precedent, yeah. right? It would it it would. One of the biggest problems that I have had, and I think most people, we have over four hundred people here, uh, and you'll agree, or you maybe you disagree, is Microsoft's cadence, mm-hmm. right? Their cadence has been a problem. Now, why? Is it COVID? Potentially, yeah. is it the current situation? With talent being, you know, scoffed up at, at at every corner, yeah, that could be what it also could it be, you know, uh, in relation to the ABK deal, uh, not not wanting to put out these massive bombs, sure, or could it be just the teams wanting more time to get, make sure? See, one of the things that we will not stand for, at least I will not stand for, is a game to come out busted or broken by Microsoft. Now we saw what happened last year with uh, Horizon Forbidden West, it, the game was so broken that it, ru- it ruined the experience for me. I, I, never, I never went back to it. I was so mad that I lo- three different times lost 30-plus minutes worth of, of play because of a bug. Hated it for that. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Gran Turismo. Forget, forget the microtransactions. It, 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 the game was busted. It was broken. Yeah. Sure. Um, say what you want about some of the other games that were released on other platforms that were broke. We don't want that. So could it ultimately be that Microsoft wants to put out pristine games? And if that's the case, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that when you look at 
what they could potentially, and again, folks, we're all saying potentially because 2023 is only two days in, right? I mean, they, they kind of a bundle of a terrible year. I don't expect it to. If they release what we just talked about, um, it's going to be it's going to be a big deal. And if they close out the year with Hellblade and start 2024 with Avowed, man, it's it's the cadence that I have been looking for will have been answered. Crazy Lou, let's get your opinion on his brother, Hellblade. Boxing out the end of 2023, a, a nice set of bookends for what is expected to be one of the biggest years in Xbox history. What are your thoughts? And more importantly, do you, do, if you're running, if you're management, do you start the year with a vowed? Oh, man, any any with um, Hellblade 2 would be insane. I mean, really, if that actually does happen, it would be great. Because right now what we're seeing is the first half. We're just looking up what's going to happen the first half if it does come out, which we hope it does. So if if it ends with Hellblade, heck yeah, I hope it does. And Avowed for beginning of the year? Oh, man. Because, I mean, we only what, – what have you seen about Avowed? We only just saw one trailer. Was it two years ago? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, two years ago yeah. we just saw one trailer. So, yeah, I hope, just hope that they show a lot more about it and they actually do set that release date for either the beginning of the year of next year or the end of the year of this year, because it would be freaking awesome too if we get if we could get about this year in, into it. No, so let's just wait and see when they do actually the showcase, which we're hoping to do pretty soon, and for them to show when are these games going definitely going to come out. But like I said, Hellblade, man, the way it's been developed, I was like, hmm, twenty twenty three, eh. Let's just wait and see. I just hope it does. I just hope it does happen. Really excited for that. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm very much excited for what they're going to do, and I think it's time. I also got a question for the panel. Once Xbox starts releasing all these first-party games, will we see? Will we see? This is a crazy question, though. Will we see Sony change their minds and actually put their games into service day one? I, I that's that's a tough one. <laughs> no, because that to 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 them that's a money loss. They're yep. not gaining money at some point if they if if it is either inevitable, in other words, they can't get away from it because everything else is starting to go down, then they might. But they feel like and with their base and they have a large base, they're still the number one gaming company and platform, you know, as far as the you know, console games go. Uh so so I think that they're gonna they're gonna hold fast to, to what they're doing. You know, that's that's one of the biggest reasons, in my opinion, that the, the ABK deal is being fought so hard by Sony is that Sony does not want any games to be in Game Pass day and date. That kills them. That hurts them. And their number one best-selling game that they make the most money off of, Call of Duty, if it eventually comes to Game Pass day and date, that's going to hurt their sales, how much money they make off each one. And that's probably also where they're like, oh, it's 10 years and we'll give it to you on your service. They don't want it on their service because they want everybody to pay for each individual game because that's why they make more money. In my opinion, I don't see them doing that anytime soon. Maybe you'll see one or two third, not necessarily third party, but maybe third tier type game come to it or maybe a game that's been out for a year, two years. Now let's put it in there once sales start to drop. But I really don't see a day and day. I just, it doesn't. I don't think it's in their DNA yet um, to do that. They have because, their their old school. Because here's the thing, though, with Dave. I mean, you noticing they're gonna if Xbox delivers these games with good quality too and good scores. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, literally, that's going to give them a lot of damage because that's going to be a discussion all over the place. Like, oh, okay, it's going to yeah, hurt them. Yeah, you're going to get exclusives for 70, but here we're going to get them a game pass. But I think the, really think that's go ahead, Fuzzy. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, no, I was going to say the, the one wild card might be like some of these service games that they're working on in the background, yeah. like factions that I, I think depending on how that lands, because I, I could totally see that one being a day and date. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to want to try to get the full 70 out of out of their customer base for that when they release it. But if they could find a way uh, to also release that day and date to kind of test the waters to see if they can make the money back on microtransactions, skins, season passes, and things like that. That might open up the door for them to do further, but I think something like factions is going to be that deciding factor. Like, it'll, one, Microsoft putting the screws to them, but, you know, depending on these service games or games as a service that they're working on, if those land well, then that will help, you know, Sony do that transition, but I don't think they do it otherwise. Yeah, I mean, there's there, there's a lot to be said about uh, about what I mean. Sony is very very old school thinking. Uh, I I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I mean, look. The bottom line is, Jim Ryan would have not said it publicly uh, that their their audience is not enough. What he meant by that. Uh, was that the first party games that are cost a lot of money to make the the their their die hard gamers are just not enough now granted i i understand games like spider-man over 20 million miles morales over 20 million but that's that's years and i don't think they want to wait years now god of war ragnarok we did see you know, 5.1 million in its first i think first month that's that's incredible. That's a, that's amazing. But what happens with Sony first party games is they do have a significant amount. Uh, anything that sells five million of anything is a big deal, folks. It's called spade a spade. That's a lot of money for Sony. But is it enough for Sony? Now, when you look and when you turn your your focus to Xbox, and we again we have to compare one with the other. It's just the way that's the way the gaming world is. Microsoft sells a ridiculous amount of games, even though they come into Xbox Game Pass. Sometimes they even break records. Now, why is that? Because people still buy games. You get it as a, you get it in a, if you have if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you get a discount. I, I you know I, I don't know what the logic is. I mean, I'll buy games if I you know if I if I really like the game and I know it's going to be coming out of Game Pass, I'll definitely buy it. But there are a lot of people that buy games. Sony Sony could see the same success. I don't know. See, the problem with Sony is that their games take six years to make, and that's not a that's not a knock on them. Their games are gorgeous, and for the most part, play pretty damn well. So, I, I don't know if if they're ever gonna. If, if, I don't know if they'll ever be quote unquote forced to do what Microsoft does. Now, Microsoft's success. You know, so Sony said themselves. They, actually, Jim Ryan said it, which I thought found to be pretty ridiculous. That he he actually said that they, they don't consider Xbox Game Pass, uh, you know, a problem. Like they they don't even worry about it. And he said that in an internal memo. We didn't get a chance to talk about that before the end of the year, but that's that's something he said, and it was a survey that he put out there uh, regarding it. So I'm sure that that could be used against him 
uh, you know, when it comes to ABK, because, you know, what he said to regulators is certainly different than what he's saying internally. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I would love day and date and it would make me buy their service for $120 a year. Um, I don't know if that happens this year. Hell, I don't even know if that happens in 2025 for that matter. I, I, I don't know the, the success of Microsoft and their first party might push the envelope. If that, I, I, if that's an answer for you, uh, Lou, I, I, I'm not sure, but I do want to move on folks to the third topic. And this one is the big one of the show folks. This is the big one. Uh, it has been confirmed that, uh, GCS Game World, who are the developers of Stalker 2, have confirmed that right now there are no plans to release it on a PlayStation 5. Now, is it big news? Yeah, it's big news. Uh, it, it is a massive exclusive for Xbox. Originally, it was thought to be a timed exclusive for three months. Now, why all of a sudden is it going to remain on Xbox and not find its way to a PlayStation? Well, I think the easy answer, and I think the most logical answer, is because of the war in Ukraine. Folks, I mean, their development studio have lost members of that team defending their country. They have died in in the fight against Russia. Uh, they have put that out there, several of them, actually, and it's very sad. Uh, but the entire team was displaced. They had to literally move all of their equipment, all of their family, all of their friends, and currently safe and secure in Brussels was the last report. Uh, That's why uh, there was a delay to Stalker, obvious reasons. Um, Now, if you're asking me as a gamer, are there any other reasons for this staying as an exclusive to Xbox? Uh, besides the war in Ukraine, which is, of course, should be your first your first thought. It's the most obvious, right? My answer, my simple answer is, I think that what might have happened here is recently Sony's very filthy laundry have been put out there, especially when you talk about Square Enix. Uh, it has been confirmed that Final Fantasy 16 never come to Xbox. Final Fantasy VII Remake 1 and 2 and 3, never come to Xbox. Forspoken, well, based on that demo, they can keep it, never coming to Xbox. But we also heard that there was another one that's never coming to Xbox. Very disturbing, very upsetting, if you are a fan of the series. Silent Hill 2 Remake, uh, not coming, confirmed. Not coming ever to an Xbox. So my, my next thought is, well, Microsoft probably knew this. And now the gamers, we know this. Is it time for Microsoft to play dirty? Is it time for Microsoft to drop the bag and say, listen, we know you, you know, you folks have been going through it. And right now, uh, this is the big game for our console. We want it to stay exclusive. You can sell it on PC. It's probably going to sell even more on PC than it does on Xbox because, well, PC is huge. But I think that this is an opportunity for Xbox to do two things here, folks. One, fund the team that was displaced because of this horrendous war that saw many of their comrades die in the service of their country, which is, again, that, that's the story. That's the, that's the sad story of it. But at the back end, Microsoft, from what we understand, has been funding the team, probably funded them move into Brussels, and it has been funding the team ever since they made that move so they can finish Stalker 2, which we know is coming. Now, we know who, who, who wasn't impressed with that trailer 
from last week. Like I watched it like four times. Like I was like, are you serious? Like this, this is probably one of the best looking games for next generation so far. And that's coming as an Xbox exclusive. And if Xbox, if I'm Xbox, if I'm Microsoft, I'm Phil Spencer, I'm Aaron Greenberg, I'm Matt Booty, I'm somebody on that team. I'm, I'm making the suggestion that you lock this down as an exclusive. And we know the team has recently just said that they have no plans right now to bring it to the PlayStation 5. I'm hoping that there are some lessons learned here, folks. I know that people, you know, like some people don't like the nice guy, uh, you know, shtick, if you will, with Xbox. I do because that's me. I like being the good guy. And I, and sometimes I don't even mind getting mud thrown in my face. I'd, I'd rather lose to be the good guy than win to be the bad one. That's just me. Now, am I wrong? That's Well, it's my opinion. I'm allowed to have that. Web Dave, this is one of those situations where this is a next generation game. This game is going to move eyeballs to the Xbox brand. It's going to run incredible on the Series X, but we also know it's going to run on the Series S. Mm-hmm. This is quote unquote the first real next gen, gen you know gen game from a third party. If you are Microsoft, mm-hmm. does this ever find a way to Sony PlayStation Five? I mean, I think that um, Phil definitely should uh, to go ahead and wrap this up um, for their uh, for the Xbox console and the PC. I really think it should be. Um, you know, it, it looks really good. Uh, you said so yourself. We've we've all watched that uh, video multiple times. The new one they just dropped, and 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 I believe your point is is probably right, spot on. That they, you know, once they got set up uh, with their new studio relocation, you know, because of the war, that they um, that they really did, um, you know, like focus on the Xbox version to make it the best it can be. And I'm sure there is a PlayStation build and they may at some point, you know, continue to work on it. But, uh, but saying that is currently a Sony exclusive. Um, why not? I mean, Microsoft can just, uh, you know, pay them a little bit and then they can just focus on, you know, making this game the best it can be. Maybe some updatable downloadable content for it later on and then start working on stalker three exclusively for the xbox you know what i'm just saying yeah no be, i uh... mean look at at the end of the day uh sony has been kicking sand into microsoft's face for generations um we we heard an interview with phil spencer a couple of weeks ago i want to say maybe it's about maybe four weeks it's right before like all the, the big holiday hubbub happened where yeah. he says sony's ideology or success is to make Xbox smaller, right? Mm-hmm. That he said that those are his words. I'm I'm quoting I'm quoting Phil Spencer directly. Uh, this is an opportunity. Now, granted, it's a it's it's a the war in Ukraine is probably going to go down in world history as one of the most horrific things to happen within the world, um, and. I don't know when it's going to end, but I feel unbelievably horrible that it even happened, that it ha- we're in 2023 and it's still going on. Um, but that team uh, originally announced this for an Xbox console, uh, and they have worked closely with Microsoft. Microsoft has worked closely 
with uh, GCS Game World. Uh, and I think that it's an opportunity uh, for both both entities. And after this ABK deal is done, you know what I do? I add GCS Game World to Xbox Game Studios as first party. Yeah. Because this is this is one of those investments that uh, does cover both sides of the coin. You add an incredibly talented team to your uh, network of first-party studios. But on the most important side of the coin, you give this team and their families stability. Mm -hmm. You let them know that, yes, you are now going to be money-hatted and funded by one of the biggest corporations in the entire planet, and there'll be no worrying about getting the you know going you know, doing a public uh you know uh, thing to get funding for your next game. Uh you lock up an incredible IP which they own and you get an incredible team and you also send send a message to other smaller teams that if you are out there and you want to be a part of Xbox Game Studios, we will add you to our powerhouse lineup of first party mm -hmm. studios and i think this should be one of the first ones for a multitude of reasons i Plus, agree with you yeah yeah, yeah you know and, and, and anything else you want to you want to add to this day before we could bring fuzzy into the conversation yeah, sorry man. sorry fuzzy <laughs> just just a quick thing to say yeah, that, no. that um that, that yeah that as soon as the abk deal is done they should do what you've talked about before uh asobo uh, yep. This studio and there's two or three others that have worked closely with Microsoft. Avalanche Game yeah. Studios is one of them. Exactly. Is, yeah. These are studios that, if they're willing, and uh, you know they like what Microsoft has to offer, especially with the with their openness now for, um, you know, um, oh my God, unions. You know, it, it's yeah, it's a it's a no brainer. And you know, being one of the top companies to work for in the world, highly rated. You know, you know, like uh, like one of the things that um, that they said at Bethesda, uh, that Todd Howard said that you know now he didn't have to worry about yes the you know where where, yes. where money and things were coming from. He could focus solely on making this amazing franchise that he's building in Starfield. And I'm telling you, that kind of relief, same way with uh, when the Psychonauts. You know, they were like, you know, we were just hoping to get the game done and get the game finished. And then they had all sorts of levels and stuff and bosses that they put on the burner that once Microsoft came in and said, we've got your back, they were able to, okay, cool. Now we've got the finances to make the game that we really wanted to make and to put that extra effort into it. And it, you know, it became award-winning, uh, you know, game in Psychonauts too. So it's a, it's a, it's a win-win um, and it's a win across the board for everybody. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. I... Listen, Fuzz, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Uh, this is this is one of the bigger games uh, for Xbox, uh, the opening salvo. Now, we don't know when this game is ex expected, right? We know it's coming in the first six months. We don't know. I, I, I was hoping uh, that at the end of the trailer, we would have gotten a release date. Uh, we didn't. And that's fine because right now they're putting in the finishing touches. I don't think it's going to be a stealth drop. I think that at this poten potentially at this, you know, event that would just, you know, Nintendo direct style event that Xbox is rumored to have in the first month of the year, 
we could get a release date. It would be big. It would be it would be amazing to get a release date. Um, but in regards to uh, no, they have no plans right now for PlayStation Five. I I think that again, I think the obvious answer is because of them being displaced. But I think this is also an opportunity on uh, for, to, to be had here. I think one, Microsoft has an opportunity to potentially snatch up an incredibly talented team. I mean, the trailer just speaks for itself. If they are funded and have the time and, more importantly, the money to make the next Stalker or the DLC, and they have the the the, the backing of Microsoft, that game is going to, you know, whatever they make after this is going to be 10 times even better than what we've seen. But also giving the team stability. I think that's incredibly important. I think they, they, they're probably worried about what happens next, which they should be. Their bosses should be worrying about what happens after we release this game, right? So what are your thoughts on this, brother? Do, do, do you think that this is something that because of Sony's past history that was recently revealed, which we all knew that they're, they're a-holes and, they're, <laughs> and they do the, everything they can to uh, dominate and use their market share lead to dominate the industry. Do you yeah. think that Microsoft looks at that and says, you know what? We're, we're putting our foot down here. We're locking up Stalker 2 as a permanent exclusive. I mean, to me, it kind of makes sense. I mean, the original Stalker was a PC only game. And given that this is going to be uh, coming to consoles for the first time, and a lot of PC ports have seemed to be a bit easier to transition to Xbox as far as the, the code language and things like that. I would say it's probably in, in Microsoft's best interest, not just to consider them for possibly picking them up later as or, or adding them to the Xbox first party studios. But I, I think the big thing is we, we've all heard the crying and whining and the spoiled brat uh, antics of PlayStation during this whole ABK deal. And I think at some point it, it eventually burns those bridges, no matter or that that olive branch that, you know, Phil keeps, you know, dangling over there to kind of be, you know, kind to them. I, I think at some point, them smacking it out of his hands, it, it's it's time to say, you know what? All right, let's just lock this up. And I, I hope that they do have a conversation with the with the studio and are like, hey, you know, let let us help you, you know, with this relocation process. Let us help you with, you know, possibly with the development for Stalker Three and 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 moving forward, go ahead and keep that as like an exclusive because I, I i think it's the time for xbox in, in general even though yes i get they want to be the the good guys in gaming and and there's a place in, or a time and place for that but i think after this abk deal and the shenanigans that playstation's been pulling i, th I think it's time to give them a taste of their own medicine i mean it, as we know a lot of the final fantasy stuff is probably never if ever coming to xbox so it, you might as well you know make stalker the same way since it was already known as a pc game and you know xbox is pc pc is xbox is where the old saying used to be it's, it's time to make it you know that that you know come or uh, go to game for this platform so yep. I, I'm, I'm hoping they do it if they don't, I, I totally understand. But, you know, I, I think it's time. We, we've seen enough of Jim Ryan yes. doing his song and dance over at the regulator's offices and be like, we can't compete with Call of Duty. And it's like, well, 
then you don't need Stalker if you can't compete with Call of Duty. I mean, you, obviously, it's not that much of a big deal for you guys, so you didn't cry about that. So, you know, might as well just keep it away from them, just like they keep some of the games away from Xbox and, and you know, start that tradition moving forward. <laughs> I, I think there is something to be said about the power of exclusivity. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that it is something that Sony uses to great success. Uh, it's something that Nintendo continuously uses to great success. Uh, I mean, Bayonetta 3 is a perfect example. That you're never going to find on anything but a Nintendo Switch. And quite frankly, it's the best in the series, right? Uh, you know, obviously, depending on where you fall, there are a lot of Square fans out there. I thought Final Fantasy VII Remake was a masterpiece. I still do. Uh, and I will be buying the part two for it because, well, I like Final Fantasy VII. It's one of my favorite in the series, and I loved what they did here. Now, uh, am I buying Final Fantasy XVI? No. Am I buying um, the other one I just mentioned? No, I'm not buying that. Um, uh, you know, am I buying uh, uh, Silent Hill Two Remake? Yeah, day day one, not even that, not even a question, uh, because I love that's that's the pinnacle. Uh, Silent Hill in the franchise, and I think that you know if it's done right, and, and it should be done right, you know, because they have the uh, the tutelage of many of the people that worked on the original uh, working on that game. I think it's going to be a, a fine rendition. Plus, the blueprint is there, so I'm not worried about how that remake turns out. But this isn't this is an opportunity to set a precedent to uh, uh, you know to the, the the Xbox gamers, not the world, not the gaming world, because some people don't give a crap about Xbox. The Xbox players, we do, we care, uh, and it's and again, I, I know that Phil Spencer is not in the business of keeping games from other players. But there comes a point, folks, where you gotta look at what your 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 competition is doing, and sometimes you gotta play the, by their rules. And keeping games exclusive, uh, especially a particular game like Stalker Two, which is expected to be an incredible game. I'm sorry. You, you know, you want to play it. I say I say to the PlayStation players that told many Xbox players, you want to play Spider-Man? Buy a PlayStation. But you want to play Stalker 2? Buy an Xbox. Or play mm-hmm. on your TV. Or play on your computer. Or wherever. Um, Crazy Lou, I, I see that you're, you're shaking your head here in agreement. Um, before I get your opinion, I do got to catch up on Super Chats. My God, there's been so many of them. Uh, Sis Lord has been a, a channel member for six months. He drops very generous five dollars super chat and says happy new year good year for gaming no matter where you play indeed uh scott gamer dude has been a member of the channel for two months drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says eventually sony is going to have to tap out and submit to day and date what if they just uh what if they just did day and date pc i mean they could they could do, do, do but if if they did one and not the other it would be bad pr at least in my opinion uh, CJ Mike 1024 drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, first off, I love your show. Boom. Well, thank you. It's very kind of you to say you and the panel rock with all of the talk of Sony being old school. How can, how come they don't reboot old beloved IPs? Where is twisted metal Warhawk and battle arena Toshinden? Great questions. How about this? Where is uh SOCOM? Uh, where is resistance fall of man? Uh, where is a new kill zone? 
I mean, I know Killzone may not have been the Halo killer it was originally touted to be, mm-hmm. but man, Guerrilla Games has grown and they could deliver. I mean, reboot the series, yeah. reboot uh, Killzone. There's a lot of things that they could do, and they choose not to. So it's 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 definitely weird. Uh, but thank you so much for the generosity there, Mike. Uh, uh, Doc Fifty drops a very generous. Five dollars super chat says Sony wishes they could be like Nintendo and mainstream the profit margin for years. Games go sale, uh, go, go sale or bundled. Yeah, that's very true about that. Uh, Scott Gamer Dude drops an additional five dollars super chat and says the Stalker 2 situation shows that Microsoft cares for developers as human beings, not just uh, a tool for profits. And that's very well said. That's what I love about Microsoft, it's their interest in the human element uh that excites me for the future of, of microsoft and i'm happy to be a fan of that brand uh scott gamer do, uh, dude drops an additional five dollars super chat and says let me see uh the stalker two situation shows microsoft cares developers as human beings okay well, i'm sorry that's that's twice um I appreciate that, Crazy Lou. Uh, uh, get, uh, we have uh, jo- Mr. Joanna Dark. What's up, brother? Happy New Year to you and yours. Thanks for being here. He drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Do you think if Stalker 2 stays exclusive to Xbox, it gets uh, an unfair review like High on Life? I mean, folks, we're not talking about it today, but uh, uh, if you listen to the Gaming Circle podcast's last upload, which was... Uh, which was, uh, you know, obviously they had Gaz on, and it was pre-taped for the week before. It was amazing. And they had some conversations where if you look at the way games are reviewed, uh, it seems like there is an incredible uh, disjointedness when it comes to uh, reviewing games on Xbox. I mean, High on Life had like 31 reviews, I think they said. Now, this is an exclusive how are only 31 people reviewing this game? I, I, I find that to be ridiculous, especially considering that it has the humor of of of, um, of Roland. Like, how, how is it that, you know, Rick and Morty fans aren't racing to review this game? And I'm sorry to say, folks, right there for you should be where the bias is. Uh, I mean, it's just Stray got 83 reviews. And that's that's an indie, right? How does High in Life only get like thirty something reviews? That's ridiculous. Sorry, that's that's a that's a that's a blatant bias towards Xbox. I'm sorry. Uh, so I mean, we'll we'll talk about that at another time. Uh, Brett, hey, drops. yes, sir. Sorry, real quick. Uh, some of the chat needs to take a chill pill. We've already had to boot a few people, boot a few people on hold. They're getting a little heated. I understand. It's uh, sometimes it's a hot subject, but uh, but guys, be nice, please. That's all I got to say. Sorry. I mean, no, no. Th- thanks for jumping in. And uh, listen, folks, here's the thing. Uh, this is a very friendly chat. Uh, we do carry a very big band stick. Uh, I don't want to see it done. But if you if you give your opinion and it's for or it's positive or negative, it doesn't matter. The minute you step out of line and you start bullying, you're out. And I'm not going to allow you back in. If one, If any of my modders get rid of you, they have it on my authority to do so. This is this is supposed to be a fun conversation. And I understand that it's going to be people from Sony in here that don't like what we're saying. That's fine. But don't be a D-bag because the minute you act like that, you're out. And if you if I lose the sub because of it, then I am willing and I can fall asleep just fine. 
Uh, we do not take bullies here. We will not take cursing. If you're a racist piece of POS, you're out and you'll never come back. So don't do that. It's okay to have an opinion, but don't be an a-hole. That's all I have to say. Thank you for that, Dave. Um, but let me get back to the last super chat. Comes the way of Brett Bingham. Drops a very generous additional $5 super chat. Has been saying that Microsoft and Phil Spencer need to buy GCS Game World. They have an amazing, ta- they have amazing talent and are in a market Microsoft needs representation in. That's very well said. Uh, and I absolutely agree. I think this is one of the first teams that you go for. And I do have a small announcement that I'm going to give before we get on out of here because we're closing in on 90 minutes. But we got to get crazy Lou's opinion on this for you, Lou, seeing how dirty Sony has played and they continue to play. Uh, is this one of those times that Microsoft looks at the situation side eyed and say, you know, maybe we need to lock this up. Maybe we need to drop the bag and lock up Stalker 2. If you're in management, do you do that? Of course. I mean, I, I said it before. Microsoft needs to put on their gloves. They need to box this out. They need to lock on a few third-party games, and they, they, they got to do it fast because Sony is moving super fast to lock all these big titles. I mean, you, you said it before. They locked down Silent Hill. Um, I, there's a rumor about Metal Gear. They're probably going to lock it down for themselves too. Um, but, yeah, Microsoft needs to move on fast, and they need to lock up all these great games just for themselves. I, I, I do not agree with time exclusives, but hey, if it works, if it's going to get them to sell consoles, if it's going to get people to go on their on the system, go for it. Do it. It's business. We got to do it like that, and we got to play the game. We can't be like, oh, um, let me ha- let me just be friendly. Let let's let's only grab all the all the cool stuff. No, they got to put the gloves on. They got to grab their, those games and they got to lock them up. And yeah, Microsoft, put those gloves on, baby. Lock those games up, <laughs> and don't let them grab it. Seriously. Do it. I want to see that battle. It would be freaking awesome if they actually did. And I hope they actually did did get into their heads that they have to do it this way. Because if not, Sony's always going to keep ahead of them. I agree. Yeah. I I, I think that uh, there were certain situations. Like, I, I understand. And I've said this before, folks. If you're a fan of the show uh, or the channel, and you've heard me say this multiple times, the real exclusive here isn't necessarily so much the game as it is Xbox Game Pass. Because especially now when a carton of eggs is $9 down the street from me, $9 for having eggs, like, is that not sick, right? There's going to come a point where someone is going to want a game. Someone who's going to be in in, in the business of of playing video games. And they're going to look at Microsoft and they're going to see a game in there for... Uh, $15 a month versus Sony's $70 game. And there's there are going to be decisions made. Um, and right now, the better box is the Xbox. Not just for the, the value proposition. The, the actual box is better than the PS5. It, it just is. Now, we haven't seen many games hit those high notes like we've seen with like God of War. God of War is a masterpiece. Uh, and PlayStation 5 is a fine system. But the better box in regards to technology is the Xbox. And when you look at what the Series S is doing, it's it's crazy how good that system is for the price. Um, but there is there is something to be said about, you know, you want to, you know, you want to pay your light bill, right? You got to, you know, pay the rent. You got to pay your car payment. You got to put groceries on the table. And right now, everything is really hard. It's It's hard to do that for a lot of families. But does that mean that you shouldn't game? 
No, you should find a better way of gaming, whether that be wait for sales or join something like Xbox Game Pass that gives you leaps and bounds value versus $70 games that, that Sony wants you to pay for. Look, at the end of the day, this was a solid 90 minutes. Now, the little announcement uh, that I'm about to make is uh, last year, Mrs. Boomstick and I gave away $3,500 worth of gift cards. Uh, and that came out of our pockets thanks to the community supporting the channel through channel membership and Super Chats, right? We we are all about giving back and putting into the channel, not only through equipment, as you can see that I spend on the artwork for the, you know, for the shows, the lighting, the camera, the mic, everything. I spend the money there, but we want to give back to the community. Um, now, this is a small channel where we're, we're, you know, a few hundred subs away from 12K, which I'm hoping we get soon, which would be a great way to start off 2023. Um, but we want to support GCS Game World. So how are we going to do it? Well, our first big contest for 2023 is this. Uh, I know that it's coming into Xbox Game Pass. I have already publicly said that the minute it comes up, I'm going to buy it because I want to support the team. But this is Boomstick and I came up with another ingenious way to support the community, but also support GCSC Game World. And folks, uh, when it is announced uh, for Xbox Game Pass and the release on Xbox and PC, Mrs. Boomstick and I have dedicated over $700. We're buying 10 copies of Stalker 2, and we're donating those copies to to a, a very, very special uh you know uh release party that we're gonna have live on the air about stalker 2 uh 10 copies purchased by mrs boomstick and i to give away to people in the chat uh and like i said it with other contests the first five uh copies are going to go to channel members and the next five copies are going to be given to anyone that is in the live chat at the time of that show so that's right. We are purchasing 10 copies to give away. We have already locked down $700 to pay for those games. And we're going to leave it to you where you want that game. Xbox or PC, your choice, our dollar. So to help out that team that has seen a tremendous amount of hardship, uh, this small channel is purchasing 10 copies of Stalker 2 to give away when that game is released. And we're going to have a special one hour or maybe even 90 minute show celebrating the release of that game. And in that 90 minutes, we're going to give away those 10 copies. First five go to channel members. Next five go to anyone that is in the live chat. That is our first big announcement giveaway for 2023. And Mrs. Boomstick and I could not be any prouder because we will be supporting the team that will of course need our support. And I, and I challenge every, I challenge everyone. Uh, instead of playing it in Xbox Game Pass, buy the game. You know, they're, they're so, Microsoft is going to get their 30% sure, but you want to support this team, uh, you know, buy the game. Don't just play it in Xbox Game Pass. Spend the money if you can afford to do so. But that's going to do it for the opening salvo, if you will, for Double Barrel Gaming in 2023. This was a great show. We had over 550 people make their way through. If you're new and just finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. We do this five days a week. That's right. I'm a full-time live streamer, 
five different shows, five different panels, all awesome opinions. Let's get to the outros. Dave, we'll start with you. Yo. Sell your brand, brother. Talk about where they can check out your incredible interviews, one of which that was released today with a big, big, powerful Xbox influ- influencer. And more importantly, where people can subscribe to your YouTube channel and reach out to you on social media. Boom. Thank you so much uh, for letting me on here and for, for talking two shows with you, man. This is it's such an honor and I enjoy it thoroughly. And um, it's uh, at Outbreak Gamers. Uh, on YouTube is the best way to find me. And then all the other links are there too. Boom's got the links in the description and uh, lots of great interviews. I mean, we got dealer Colt Eastwood, fuzzy Belvedere, crazy Lou gaming, Mr. Boomstick. And the latest interview I just did was with uh, miss uh, Deus geek. And then um, a couple weeks before that, we had uh, an interview with Tim dog. Uh, I got Fonzarelli gaming. I mean, there's something out there for everybody. Uh, risk it for the biscuit, uh, Mav, Punk Soul. Um, it's just there's a lot of interviews up there now, and and these people are amazing. Uh, and there's so much uh, great content and great insight uh, into what makes these people uh, do what they do. And um, and I'd love for everybody to take the time and subscribe to my channel. Greatly appreciate it. We're working toward a thousand. We're halfway there, but. Um, It'll take some time, but um, got to keep pushing, man. Got to keep pushing. Thanks, everybody. absolutely. I mean, we got to get we got to get you uh, to a thousand. We've seen so we we've seen this this right before the new year. Kasante's Gaming Circle Podcast got to one k, and of course, I'm going to do my best to try and help people like Dreadpool, people help like uh, Fuzzy Bell over there, Xbox International Podcast, you yourself, Dave. We want to get everyone to one k, and like I said, folks, all of their information is there. It's literally like three clicks. You click on the show notes. You see your someone on this panel. You click to their uh, their their uh, YouTube uh, um, a, a, you know channel, and then you click once again to subscribe. And if you want to be even more generous, you click one more to lock up the uh, the the, uh, the the bell notification. So whenever they go live or they drop content, you are uh, notified. Um, but listen, good stuff. Great way to start off the year, Dave. We actually have a new member that has just joined the fray. Adidas 20 Thanks so much for being a channel member. Definitely appreciate that brother. And uh, welcome to the channel. Um, we also have uh, here fuzzy Belvedere sell your, uh, I sorry. I mean, I, I have to block the user cause 69 mega always seems to find a way into here. And uh, he wants to sell his nastiness. Not on my channel. You don't sir. Uh, so you're blocked, uh, but fuzzy Belvedere sell your brand brother. Talk about the best place to find all and everything when it comes to racing and more importantly, where they can find you on social media. Well, just want to thank you for having me on here. It was awesome starting off the year with you guys, man, this is, this is definitely going to be a, a, a good year or, or a great year to remember as far as gaming is concerned. Um, for anybody who wants to hear my, my rambles on anything gaming related, just follow me on pretty much anywhere in social media. Just search for fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, same thing with like uh, my PSN and Xbox is just fuzzy space Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Definitely want to get more into the upcoming Forza, uh, Forza Motorsport and a lot of the things that, you know, the, the ultimate wish list that I have for it, considering 
what they've done in the past and what, you know, competitors like GT seven have done that they can definitely improve upon and things along those lines. But, uh, man, oh man, thank you so much for, for joining us today for those in the chat and interacting with us and those that'll catch us on replay, but thank you so much for, uh, you know, sticking with us for, for a new year and a lot more gaming and entertainment and, Man, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely going to be. We actually have another channel now. Platano has uh, become a new channel member. And it, of course, is the Green Banana, which we had for the holidays. Uh, this is a very Spanish household. And uh, Mrs. Boomstick puts her foot in it for sure. So welcome to the channel, Platano. Uh, it's great to have you. And thank you for the generosity. Super appreciate that. But, of course, Crazy Lou Gaming. You know what I'm talking about when we say Platanos. Uh, I mean, come on. Who doesn't? Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Welcome again, you being a part of this show. Uh, I love the fact that you are part of it every week. Uh, I love what you guys do over on the Xbox International Podcast. Talk about where people could check that program out each and every week. And more importantly, subscribe to it and reach out to you and find your crazy antics on social media. First off, Happy New Year to you guys and to to the chat also. And a great start to 2023 to everybody. You can find the crazy one at Twitter at Crazy Louie Gaming, where I do all crazy sorts of things, say good morning, and a lot of cool stuff. Also, here, 12 p.m. noon, chilling out with you guys at the Xbox Lunch Break Special with Mr. Boomstick, Mr. Webdip, and Mr. Fuzzy Belvedere. And on Wednesdays, which we will not be on this, we will be on next week. Xbox International Podcast, 7 p.m. ET, with my brother Silent Cypher, Sour Blow. And Mr. Bloom. Find us there each and every week talking about what's going on in the gaming news world. Appreciate that very much. And uh, listen, folks, uh, hopefully you enjoyed the first show of the year from Double Barrel Gaming. Uh, I see a lot of new not little faces in here. Uh, please consider subscribing. Like I said, we are a few hundred short of 12K. Uh, I definitely appreciate all the support from new and old supporters of the channel uh, we try to be positive here. Uh, again, there are five live streams per week, Monday through Friday, all different panels, all different shows. But more importantly, they all are about fun, about gaming. Gaming is supposed to be fun. Like I said, it doesn't matter what platform you play on. Uh, you can enjoy gaming on that said platform without being a D-bag. Uh, that's, that's the truth. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. A big shout out to all of the Super Chats. What a way to start off the year. There were so many Super Chats that came in. Two new channel members, and of course, that is going to help us fund the big giveaways. Now, last year, we gave away $3,500 worth of, of gift cards. We're going to try and up the ante in 2023, but we can only do that, folks, with your help. Uh, obviously, I'm a retired dude. There's only so much money I can uh, you know, donate to the channel, and we do take all of the uh, Super Chats and channel memberships, extremely serious. Uh, those are the two ways that you can donate to the channel. Um, and uh, we appreciate every dollar that comes in because we like to put that right back into the channel. And, of course, I'm going to close out today's show with something that I say every show. And I hopefully one day will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have. An awesome day, so take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special.